Hey folks, welcome to Factual Friday. Yeah, it's been a long break since the last episode on Factual Friday because Christmas came and then New Year's came and both were coincidentally on Fridays. Yep. But then we are back again with um yet another factual episode today. Today's episode will wrap up the it is the last of the episodes wrapping up uh the entire election process that which we um spoke about during the last couple of fridays before christmas today we'll be talking about what happens after the election so after the election the cardinal dean asks the man the the person the candidate uh, who got elected do you accept your canonical election as a supreme pontiff rarely does anyone say no oh but there are exceptions when offered the papacy at the 1271 viterbo conclave Saint Philip Benizi fled and hid until another candidate was chosen. Likewise, Saint Charles Borromeo, one of the few cardinals to be canonized, turned down the papacy. When Cardinal Giovanni Colombo, the 76-year-old Archbishop of Milan, began receiving votes during the October 1978 conclave, he made it clear that he would refuse the papacy if elected. If the man says yes, then he becomes pope immediately if he is already a bishop. the rest is simply ceremony if he is not a bishop he is to be ordained immediately by the cardinal dean and become pope as soon as he is ordained a bishop he is then asked by what name he wants to be called the first pope to change his name was john the 2nd in 533 his given name mercury was considered inappropriate since it was the name of a pagan god Another pope in 983 took the name John the 14th because his given name was Peter. Reverence for the first pope precluded his becoming Peter the 2nd. At the end of the first millennium, a couple of non-Italian popes changed their names to ones that their people could more easily pronounce. The custom of changing one's name became common around the year 1009. The last pope to keep his own name was Marcellus the 2nd, elected in 1555. The cardinals then approach the new pope and make an act of homage and obedience. A prayer of thanksgiving is then said and then the senior cardinal deacon announces to the people in St Peter's Square that the election has taken place and the name of the new pope. The pope then may speak to the crowd and grant his first solemn blessing, the urbi et orbi, to the city and the world. John Paul I and John Paul II prolonged the conclave until the following morning so that they could meet and dine with the cardinals. John Paul II had audiences for diplomats and the press in the week after his election. The inauguration mass took place 6 days after his election. Today let us reflect on Matthew 16:18. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, keep us safe this day and bless us. God bless you. This content has been obtained from and is credited to www.npr.org.